0: What it is, yo. What's up? This is your host of Real Talk Sports, Deontay Smith, and we are back. It's been a minute, but we still here. Back like we never left. And a lot has gone down since the last episode. Okay. First things first, let's start with the big fish. LeBron James taking his talents to LA. Now Believe it or not, on Facebook, I said this over a year ago that I thought that he would go to LA. Now, I was a little worried once I saw that Kawhi wasn't going to be coming. Once I saw Paul George was going to be re signing in OKC, I was like, oh man, Philly is definitely going to be the front runner. But LeBron stayed true to himself and believes in he himself sorry, that he can rebuild. A story franchise like the Lakers, and then following that, some dominoes fell. They signed Lance Stevenson, they signed Javale McGee, they signed Rayshon Rondo. I love Rondo because he's a playmaking point guard, and he plays defense, and he picks up the intensity when it comes to playoff time. So if they can get into playoffs. You can get a completely different Rondo. Don't expect him to make shots because he's never been able to make shots. But that's not what he needs to do for that team. He just needs to be a leader. Show Alonzo how to become a true point guard. Then they sign Javel McGee. JaVale McGee is a athletic defensive center. Uh, he's not the strongest defensively, but his athleticism allows him to be um a disruptor on defense. Now, so that means they can funnel everything inside. And he can be there to protect the rim. That's something LeBron has never had. Tristan Thompson was as close as he gets. And Tristan is still below the rim type of defender. Um Now, and he, and he wasn't too good in the pick and roll. I don't expect Deval McGee to be great in the pick and roll. But his athleticism allows him to, uh, to not be as skilled in some areas. Now, I do believe that the Lance Stevenson pickup was a, uh, strategic pickup, because, just someone who, who, has earned LeBron's respect, um, just for giving him a hard time, always trolling him, as some would like to call it, and I do like Lance Stevenson in no uh, he can make plays, um, yeah, he's a little unorthodox when it comes to getting to the room, um, uh, and a lot of that has to do with his, um, New York background of playing street ball, because uh, he he's kind of he's kind of guy you can just give the ball to, and tell him get get a bucket. Now I don't expect him to be a like a vital part of their offense. Uh, most of the offense will run through LeBron and Ingram. Um, I don't Im- I don't imagine them since they renounce Julius Randle. I don't think Julius Randle will be back, so uh, there will be no need to to pacify him when it comes to offense as well. Now, I know maybe a week or two ago, I was tweeting and I was saying, oh, follow me on Twitter, I barely tweet. I was tweeting and I was saying, man, Kawhi would be great in L.A. He's going to be perfect. But now that I look at him, I'm saying, well, what would you have to give up to get Kawhi? You're giving up what LeBron would need for the next three to four years as far as um, having players around him that are growing, that aren't aging. Because a lot of those kids going to be hitting their prime. Hitting them prime. Right around the 23, 24, 25 years, so that's really a really tough decision for for Magic. And I know a lot of LA fans want Kawhi, but I don't believe Kawhi would be best for their future. Now, Boogie going to the Warriors, dog. They do it again, do it again. The the rich get richer. Now. True No, Boogie's only going to play about 30, 35 games. He's going to be back after the All-Star break. I'd be surprised if he's back for, uh, before the end of December. He's targeting training camp, being being cleared to participate in training camp. But getting cleared for 5-5 five five contact drills is a different animal. I just don't think he's going to be ready by then. Uh, but they do get a, like a 25-10 and 10 guy. He's going to be... It's a scary lineup. If he if he starts, it's going to be a scary lineup. I do expect him to start just because of his skill, his, his, his level of skill, his ability to, to play the five. But you're going to have three guy, five guys out there that can knock down three-pointers. So it's really going to spread the floor. Um, I really don't like the direction that the NBA is going with super teams all in the West. Um... Now I may be a little biased because I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, but I do think the the imbalance is gonna cause the NBA to have to reformat, reseed after the playoff after the regular season's ever, excuse me. And do the one through sixteen. Gonna leave a lot of Western Conference teams out. It's gonna sting. But that's the only way you can get a playoff Season that people are going to actually a postseason that people are going to actually watch. Um, I I don't imagine people saying, "Man, I can't wait to see this Bucks and Raptors uh, conference or conference semifinal." This is not something that people are going to be finding that appealing. I mean, you have the Greek feet, you have the you have the Greek freak. Gosh, excuse me, got the Greek freak. You got DeRozan and Lowry, but other than that, it's nothing appealing about the Eastern Conference. I'm getting, I'm getting tongue twisted, man. All right, let's move on to OKC re-signing Paul George. Now they traded him for Oladipo and Sabonis last year, and I was like, man, I don't know if this is going to work out for him because Paul George was so adamant about being a Los Angeles Laker after his contract was over. But Sam Presti was like, we can bring him in and recruit him every single day. And show him this is the culture that he wants to be a part of we can we can re-sign him and that's exactly what they did now i was listening to colin cowherd i listened to a lot of guys and he said that paul george is just a small market guy and after thinking about it i was like well i guess it does make sense he wasn't recruited by large schools in california so he ended up going to fresno state which is a a mid-major after, get, after going to Fresno State, he gets drafted to Indiana, where he is a, in a small market. I want to say maybe the 22nd, 7th smallest market. And then he goes to an even smaller market being OKC. He's just a small market guy. He's not, I mean, while L.A. and playing at home is, was very appealing to him, after taking a look and sitting down and thinking about his his personality matching with the market that he's in, I think OKC is really where he... The, the, I think the four-year deal is going to end up turning into like a seven-year deal when it's all said and done. Um, now let's see. Who, who was next? Oh, gosh. Melo picked up the option. I know everybody saw that. Melo, dog. Just, you need to just find a team and play your role. Know your role, Jabroni, as The Rock would say. You gotta know your role. He's not, of all the guys taking in the class with him, he's probably the worst this late in his career. You got CP3, who is pretty solid. You got LeBron. Uh, and they're all the same class, but they're all buddies. So, of the, of the Banana Boat guys, he's, he's making LeBron type money, Chris Paul type money, but he's putting up Derrick Rose type numbers like present day Derrick Rose type numbers. He's not a spot up shooter. He he doesn't want to be a spot up shooter. He'd much rather play ISO ball, hero ball. And that is not the way that the NBA plays anymore. He he was better off staying in New York, in the triangle with Phil Jackson and Jeff Hornacek. But they are they will buy they were, they are going to eventually eventually buy out Melo, and Melo's likely going to sign with either LA, the Lakers or the Miami Heat. And if you think about it. Each of those teams have a member of the banana boat. I'm just saying. So now, I don't want him to go to Miami because uh, he's going to ruin the young talent they have and like Tyler Johnson. Um, but I can see them needing a ne- another player and be quite honest, he could be a good player in the... He can be a all-star level player in the East. He cannot in the West. Because the West is, is pretty... Okay, he can't be an all-star player with OKC. The reason it being is he's paying a lot of the four. Because you got Russ at the point. Roberts, Roberson at the two. You got Paul George at the three. You got Adam at the five. So it only leaves Melo at the four. And he's not really a guy that can defend well against other fours in the Western Conference. So I do think he could, he could be successful in the weaker conference. Alright, let's talk about the Chicago Bulls. My beloved Bulls, the Bulls, as uh, the cheerleaders are called, or the dance team. So the only thing they've done this free agency period so far is match the offer that the Sacramento Kings made to Zach Levine. This is news for nobody. Nobody really cares about it. So if you want to go ahead and skip the next, what, two minutes of this pod, go ahead and do it. But I believe the only reason we offered Zach, we matched the Zach Levine offer, was because we traded for him a year ago, and we didn't want it to look like we gave him up. For, we gave Jimmy Butler up for nothing, because if we had given him up, we'd pretty much traded Chris Dunn for Jimmy Butler straight up, and that is not a fair trade. By no, by no, uh, by no means of imagination. Now. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, he's very unhappy in Minnesota, which I'm kind of glad because I want them to break up that that squad in the West so he can come back east to a team like, hey, the Celtics. But I I really believe Jimmy Butler will uh, will not re-sign with the Minnesota Timberwolves after next season, and you, can, you can very well see him in L.A. in L.A. with the Lakers. Now. Let me see what we want to touch on now. We got we got McGee. We talked about that. We talked about Rondo. Let's talk about possible guys for the next class for the Los Angeles Lakers cuz they won't be signing anybody else. In this the rest of this free agency class is really going to be a needle mover. But I would like to see Well, I'll just talk about a wish list of three guys that I want to see in a Los Angeles Lakers uniform next year or see them go after next year. I'm going to say DeMarcus Cousins will be number one. Klay Thompson will be number two. And uh, I'll have to say why not KD? Go with the KD next year. Alright, alright. So I think I'm about to wrap it up. I would like to talk about some things that you should be on the lookout for in the next couple of days. Uh, be on the lookout for Damian Lillard trade. Uh, I think it is a very realistic thing to see Damian Lillard traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Who would they be giving up giving up for him? Josh Hart for sure. I don't want to say they'll give up Cal <sighs> Kuzma or Alonzo Ball. Because Lonzo's camp put out the torn meniscus news to scare people away. So I don't think they'll be giving him up. But if you think about it, the Damian Lillard being added to that backcourt is going to be a crowded backcourt. Uh, I guess you can move Lonzo to the two, or the, pretty much basketball is positionless nowadays. So you could, you could definitely have Lonzo on the floor at the same time as two other ball-dominant guards. But I do believe... I do believe they do make that trade sometime uh, before the start of the season. I'm not going to say the next couple of days because there's no way to tell if they are going to make it in the next couple of days, but that is something to look out for. All right, all right. So let's see what's, what's the next thing to watch out for. Oh, Kawhi to the Celtics or to the 76ers, the doctor that gave Kawhi the second opinion, the, the opinion that he wanted to hear is a doctor for the Philadelphia 76ers. Kawhi's uncle lives in New Jersey. Um, I mean, uh, Kyrie's family is from New Jersey. They're pretty close from what I'm reading. So you can definitely see a relationship between Kawhi and Kyrie. Uh, Now, who would the Celtics be willing to give up for Kawhi? That is a big, big question. I can see them giving up a lot of picks, but not a lot of players. And as always, guys, I leave it open for you all at the end. Give me a call in via Anchor. Give me a call in via voicemail. My voicemail is 769-242-1615. 769-242-1615 is the VM. So hit me up in my VM. Go down in the VM.